Welcome to the First Presbyterian Church New Bern podcast. My name is Paul Scott Shernitsky and I am your host. Anna is out of town today, so um, we're doing something a little bit different. This is a little behind-the-scenes episode of our new streaming operation here at First Presbyterian. I am right now, I am in my car, and it is uh, 9.50 on Sunday, so this is in between services, and it looks like from people coming out of the church, that service just ended, and um, I'm going to go in and start setting up for streaming. bell tower. This is where all the streaming stuff is. First thing I do is grab a program. I kind of have to like look over it and see what's going on. And we start setting up the gear. So this is where I sit and uh, before the service it is um, 10.02 right now. I am looking at the bulletin online and I am copying all of the um, licensing, music licensing information from the end of the bulletin, you probably don't even look at it. But I'm copying that and I'm adding it to um, the notes in our YouTube um, stream. And then also I'm adding it onto a slide that at the very end of the stream, I'm gonna project into the stream. So you would know that at the end, what music we used and that it has um, been paid for to license it for streaming. All right, welcome to the First Presbyterian Church New Bern podcast. My name is Paul Scott Chernitsky, and now I've come from the bell tower down. It is 1022, and I am in Anna's office. She is out of town, and I'm here with two gentlemen. I'm here with the Reverend Robert Johnson and Elder Steve Maybe. Steve, how's it going? It's going well. It's going well. We've had a wonderful morning so far. Uh, Pastor John Johnson presented a compelling sermon at the first service, and I'm sure we'll do so in the second service as well. Um, yeah, Steve, could you give us uh, his intro uh, for anybody who doesn't know the Reverend? He, his title of his sermon is We Can't Go Back, and he talks about how the temptation is to look at the good times in the past and say, oh, I, I want for the good old days, um, and yet God is always calling us to a new thing, and so he points out that even a church that's 200 years old needs to think about that new thing and hear God's call in that way. Well, (laughs) this is a perfect setup then because this episode has been about the new streaming setup and we got cameras on the ceiling pointed and we're streaming live. Amen. Uh, Reverend Johnson, have you been, have you streamed before at other churches? No, this is my first. Okay. So I'm very uh, happy and a little nervous, but I'm here to do my best. <laughs> okay. Uh, Reverend, what's your background? Are you from Newburgh? No, I'm um, a native of a small town in South Carolina, the, better known as Due West, South Carolina, the holy city. It's um, a college town, and it is a um, 
Presbyterians' stomping ground is you have a lot of Presbyterians uh, around Due West, and I was so thrilled that the Lord placed me in the community of great Presbyterians. And so they mold me, and they shape me to be all that I am today, and I'm eternally grateful for that experience in coming to New Bern uh, really uh, prepared me uh, to embrace the ministry that God has called me here. I've uh, been here 43 years. Oh, wow. Years, wow, I was going to say, uh, I, in my mind, Anna knows everyone from South Carolina because she's from there too, but uh, you've been here for a long time. So yes. you, were, you were here first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you beat her here. Amen. He pastored Ebenezer Presbyterian Church down on Burn Street for 43 years um, and um, has just done a marvelous job throughout the community. He was one of the founders of RCS, which you know about, oh, wow, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also this uh, Phoenix Project, which is an outreach into the Duffy Field community and trying to improve the lives of folks there. Uh, in addition, his part-time job is he's a chaplain at the hospital at Carolina East. Oh, wow. Been doing that for almost 30 years, so... Well, I'd you know, give um, high praise to my brother Steve when I came to New Bern and searched for outreach ministry. I met uh, Steve, and he was one of the founders of the, the Martin Luther King uh, committee at that time. That's right. And... Um, I was so inspired by his leadership until I said to myself, when I grow up, I want to be <laughs> like my brother Steve. <laughs> I want to be like Steve. <laughs> and he has um, done awesome outreach ministry from Pres I mean, First Church into the community. And he has really put First Church on the map by his uh, involvement and in, in, uh Religious community service and uh, our annual crop walk and um, and I I, I would never forget uh, Steve was uh, the first that brought a a renowned group. Oh yes, I remember that. That was some years ago now. Yes, a cappella group. A cappella group. Yeah, yeah. And um, we were so blessed because we never. <laughs> experience that kind of culture uh, here in, in New Bern. So he really put us on the map. And so <laughs> he's full of um, God's uh, visions and, and, and blessings for this community. I'm just so happy to be a part of his his ministry. And, and all what I have been through and to this point, I can say that and feel, when I hear my name call, I said, I know who... Who's responsible for that? Nobody but my brother Steve. Oh wow! Well, uh, you know we celebrate everything that up until this point, like your sermon. We look forward to what's That's to right. come. That's right. And um, yeah, the the podcast listeners will hear your sermon in the podcast right after us talking. So and we this, look we look forward to that. The streaming is great stuff because we'll we'll reach uh, people that maybe cannot come or people that are far away or whatever. So it's going to be, I think, a great great addition. It really is. All right, uh, gentlemen, thanks for talking with us for a short time. Yeah, and uh, everyone, uh, back to the, the bell tower to catch Lewis ringing the bell. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank Amen. you.
All right, it is 10.53. People are getting in place. I've got four computers turned on and ready to go, and I'm getting ready to start the stream. So everyone, we hope you have a great week. Enjoy Reverend Robert Johnson's sermon, and we'll talk to you again next week. church say amen again. Thank you. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I heard the prophet Jeremiah ask one of life's greatest questions, which was, is there a word from our Lord? My response to Jeremiah question is, yes, oh yes, there is a word from our Lord for you this day and present moment. Please turn with me to the sermon text coming from the Good News Bible. Matthew, the ninth chapter, verses nine uh, through 17, and I'm so glad to see you uh, open your Bibles, amen? Amen. And I've been told down through my years of preaching that uh, just don't take uh, the preacher word. (laughs) Read it for yourself, amen? Jesus left that place, and as he walked along, he saw a tax collector named Matthew sitting in his office. He said to him, follow me. Matthew got up and followed Jesus. While Jesus was having a meal in Matthew's house, many tax collectors and others outcasts came and joined Jesus and his disciples at the table. Some Pharisees saw this and asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with such outcasts? Jesus heard them and answered, people who are well do not need a doctor, but only those who are sick. Go and find out what it is meant by the scripture that is saying, it is kindness that I want, not animals. Sacrifice. I have not come to call respectable people but outcasts. Then the followers of John the Baptist came to Jesus asking, Why is it that we are the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples don't fast at all? Jesus answered, 
Do you expect the guests at a wedding party to be sad as long as the bridegroom is with them? Of course not. But the day will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them and they will fast. No one packs up an old coat and with a piece of new cloth for the new patch will shrink and make an even bigger hole in the coat. Nor does anyone pour new wine into used wine skin for the skin will burst. The wine will pour out and the skin will be ruined. Instead, new wine is poured into fresh wine skin, and both will keep in good condition. For a few minutes, I will preach from the subject, we can't go back. How about for a moment, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, we can't go back. I invite you to come with me on a brief journey down memory lane to the beginning of my faith walk with our almighty God and my faith journey as a member of the Presbyterian Church. For you have heard the saying, take me back to those good old days. Yes. Take me back to those good old days. My mother, thank God, Teresa Johnson, took me by the hand to Mount Zion United Presbyterian Church, an African-American church that stood on a hill as a beacon light of hope, faith, and love in a little community of due west, South Carolina. Have you heard <laughs> of due west, South Carolina? I lived in due west all of my youth days. And I'm so glad uh, I was baptized in Mount Zion United Presbyterian Church. I was, I confess Christ as my Lord and Savior in Mount Zion United Presbyterian Church. I was trained about my faith. My holy Bible and the Presbyterian faith and traditions in Mount Zion United Presbyterian Church. In light of all the, the good worship and fellowship leadership I received in Mount Zion, my soul had a deeper 
hunger and thirst for more worship, fellowship, leadership, relationship beyond the four walls of Mount Zion United Presbyterian Church. I think our almighty God in heaven for blessing me to live right in the center of two unique, strong Presbyterian Church, Mount Zion United Presbyterian Church and the Social Reform Presbyterian Church. Some of you may have heard of that. Amen? It was back then in the day that uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King preached against segregation. The results of his preaching against segregation were that we were free all over the city, the community, to worship and fellowship with all races of people in our community. Every now and then, back in the day, I stood on my front porch watching members of the Associate Reform Presbyterian Church walk in the church for worship and fellowship. And once service let out, some left the service to walk home. Others would walk to their cars to drive and return to their home. But one Sunday afternoon, as I stood on my front porch watching, I heard the voice of my risen Lord and Savior, as well as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. say, go now to worship and fellowship with your brothers and sisters. So I took off by faith into the Social Reformed Presbyterian Church of Due West, South Carolina. And thank God the, the pastor, my beloved uh, mentor, Reverend James Cold, and members welcomed me and loved me and uh, with open arms to their church. So immediately we worship and fellowship together. We prayed together. We attend youth conference and uh, crusades together. We also broke bread together in the same house. Do I have a witness in the house? And I'm so glad I heard uh, the Apostle Paul uh, say to the Christians of his day, we walk not by sight, but we walk by faith. The fact that... Uh, one day, I stepped out on my faith to worship and fellowship with my neighbors and friends of the Associate Reformed Presbyterian Church, due west South Carolina. The blessed hope that came out of that awesome, rich worship, fellowship experience is this. We became family. 
brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our risen Lord and Savior. Furthermore, we became very close and connected to one another. We became a strong, powerful chain in our heart and soul to each other that refused to be broken by the evil forces of this life. The good news is this. We are still connected to our Lord and risen Savior and to one another this very day. And most of all, we are determined, in spite of all the odds that might come against us, to remain connected today, tomorrow, and forever. I believe somewhere you heard our Lord Prophet David uh, of the Old Testament say way, way back then, the steps of a good man are ordered by our Lord. And I'm so glad our risen Lord and Savior ordered my steps 43 years ago to come to Newburn, North Carolina to worship and fellowship with you to build bridges of unity in this historic community and city and to share God's love with you. And I'm happy to say that God's love is so powerful that it could not keep Our Lord's love in my soul and myself. I felt uh, like I need to share his great love. And, and I'm so glad the songwriter described my testimony and your testimony when he wrote the, the words to this song. It only takes a spark. To get a fire, a going, and as soon as those around can warm up in this glowing, that's how it is with God's love. Once you have experienced it, you want to spread his love to everyone and above all. You want to pass it on. And I say to First Church this, this morning, let us pass this agape, genuine love of God on with our neighbors, our friends, and even our enemies. And I'm so glad I'm here to pass 
our Lord's love on to you. When I think about the good old days of the past, I don't know about you. Every now and then, my heart and soul cry out, go back to the good old days. But uh, I can hear our risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. say to all of, of God's people here and out there in the world, all of your good days of the past are behind you now. Those good days are all over of the past. They are gone. They are gone forever. You can go back now. And I believe uh, you can't go back because uh, you have come too far for 200 and plus years to go back now. And I can hear somebody in here and somebody out there said, Preacher, oh preacher, why can we go back? And I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Thanks for asking. You can't go back due to the fact that there is something new in our risen Lord's hand just for you. You, 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 and me, he is waiting for that golden appointed time, church, to give you the special new vision that he has for this great historic church. You see, I have come to realize that what is ahead for me is better than all of my accomplishments in the past. Have you ever been to the place where you just want something new? Something uh, exciting, something fresh? You are unsure of what is coming, but you are sure that what that it must be better than what has been for you in the past. Let me land this close. Has your career, financial situation, educational pursuit, friendship, kinship ever seen dead? Has it all become 
boring. Still not close enough. Let me zoom in one more time. Have you ever been to the place where you desperately need something new? I still don't know about you, but I am looking forward because that's where I am going. But every once in a while, when things get rough, the going gets tough. The years seem so hard to climb. I look back over my life and begin to think things over and I can see how far God has brought me. This gives me a proper perspective concerning where I am headed. And I can see the last time I thought my failures were bigger than my future. But church, I am moving ahead right now. I can see the last time that the devil almost took me out. But our risen Lord and Savior Jesus, uh, being an uh, all-seeing God, uh, an on-time God, stepped in my life, saved my soul from being killed and destroyed by the devil. Church, I'm moving ahead now. In this gospel sermon text, Jesus is confronted by a few of the disciples of John the Baptist who were discussing the practice of fasting. Jesus is trying to explain to them that there are two different systems of belief going on. One was the old. The other was the new. In a real sense, Jesus is engaging them in a theological uh, treatment of the power and the purpose of prayer and fasting. Jesus is teaching them that the former way they did things concerning only repentance, while the new way concerning repentance plus hope and liberation. Prior to this, they had fast to be forgiven for sin. Now, fasting was to deal not only with sin, but also with God's ability to change lives. Jesus then sh shared a parable uh, in, in other words, a story in which he says, you never put new wine in old wine skin. Otherwise, the skin bursts open and the wine spilled and the skin are ruined. But new wine in new wine skin 
it will be all good. Do I have a witness in the house? Are you with me? Jesus uh, painted this important picture to let us know two things that should excite us. The first is that he is talking about a process, a process that a that new wine is going through. The wine is going through the fermentation process. When new wine is placed in an old wine skin, the fermentation process is impaired. New wine has started to change, but it is not finished. It is in a state of becoming. And that should lead us to shout right in our soul this morning because we all are in the process of becoming. We are not uh, perfect yet, but we are in the process of becoming like Jesus. Think about it. You may not be what you ought to be, but you can shout right now because you know how you used to be. Amen? Amen. I mean that things that used to make you mad don't really get to you anymore. But uh, if someone happens to rub you the wrong way, you may share some words that might not be acceptable and pleasing to God. <laughs> so like new wine, you are still in a working process. You are working on you. What did Abertina Walker say? Please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. I get excited, church, about new wine because it speaks of the process and the progress of becoming. The second exciting uh, part of new wine is that no matter how you constrain it, new wine will rise. I don't know about you, but I feel a praise rising up in my soul right now. Help me somebody. There is something in new wine that will rise in spite of how hard you try to constrain it. There is a yeast element in the new wine that uncertain conditions 
rise in order to make the wine what it's supposed to be. Now, don't miss, miss this. It will rise even if it has to break the container that it is placed in. This is what Jesus shared about new wine in old wine skin. The old skin have lost their elasticity and would burst during the fermentation process. Church, I feel mighty, mighty good right now. I feel like preaching Right now, can I preach? Can I preach? Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am content that those of us in here who are interested in becoming new have something in us that keeps on rising. No matter how people of the past try to keep us back, like new wines, we keep rising. In fact, we are so set on becoming what we are supposed to be that if anyone or anything tries to hold us back or keep us down, the spirit of our risen Lord will rise up in our soul and say, stop it. Stop it. We know we have to keep on rising, church. I'm reminded of the story of a toy that a little boy got one Christmas. It was a plastic boxing toy that had an Interesting quality. When you hit the toy, it will fall, but bounce back up. My God, my God. No matter how hard the little boy hit the toy, it will keep bouncing back up. He invited his older and and bigger friends over to take a swing at the toy. But the toy still had the same response. Perplexed, the boy asked his daddy why the toy would fall down but never stay down. Oh, the daddy smiled and said, son, when I put uh, the toy together, I put something on the inside of it to ensure that no matter how hard it was hit, it would always bounce back up. Do I have a witness in the house? Amen. Do you see it? Do you see it? Can I drop this in the house here at First Church? 
for those of us who are like new wine. When our Heavenly Father put us together, he put something inside of us that when we get knocked down, we will always rise again. Our almighty God put something in us so that no matter how hard life hits us, we will bounce back. That's something our God gave us. That's something that he put down, way down on the inside of our soul is the ability to praise him. That will keep bringing us up time and time again. If this is new to you, try it. When they talk about you, call you all unchristian name. Praise God and see if you won't bounce back. Relationship wreck. Praise God and bounce back. Money funny and change strange. Praise God and bounce back. Whatever it is that has you Broken down, beat down, knocked down. Praise God. Praise God, church. And bounce back. Well, I must leave. As I am on my way. I leave you today with this thought. When I think of being guided by the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, the grace, the goodness, and the Holy Spirit of our awesome God, I'm convinced that where I am going is better than where I have been in the past. Way, way back then. And that's how walking with God is, church. Every round goes higher, higher, and higher, and higher. I can't go back. No, no, no. I can't go back. And I say to you, First Church, and to all of our visitors here, we certainly can't go back. Because the God that we serve brought us from a mighty, mighty long way to where we are right here. 
this moment. And that's why we certainly cannot go back. My heavenly father, my risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my comforter, my source of power, the Holy Spirit, brought me too far to go back. This Christian race church is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, but to those faithful ones that uh, will endure trials and tribulations, ups and downs, not a little while, but to the end. The prize is not right here in our midst, but it's at the end. And I don't know about you. I'm determined to run on to the end. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press. I said, I press forward to the goal for the prize of the upward calling of God in our blessed Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, oh, yes, we can't go back. We can't go back simply because. The best is yet to come. So run on, run on until to the end, until you see Jesus face to face. Run on until he says to you, in the end, well done. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Yes, you've been faithful over a few things. Come on up. Enjoy the joy of the Lord that my Father has prepared for you. Again, I say to you, we cannot go back. And we will not go back. The best is yet to come. All right, Lewis. You about to ring this? I'm recording for the podcast, Lewis. How many uh, years have you been ringing this bell? What, 40 seconds? Mm-hmm. You ever miss a Sunday? No. No? Always here? Mm-hmm. I know you already told me, but how many times do you ring the bell? He's going 30. He's going 30. All right. Here we go. Do it.